You're listening to The Journey Podcast. Life is busy, you might be struggling, and how are you supposed to make time for self-care? Find out more in today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Especially when we get busy, self-care seems to be the first thing we give up on. Family, school runs, work, and the household can take up nearly all hours of the day. Not much time or energy is left to take some time to care for ourselves. Some women feel guilty for taking a few minutes for themselves because it is time they could have spent with their children or getting chores done. As women, we often think self-care is not a valid reason to slack off. But how do you give from an empty cup? How do you care for your loved ones when you are exhausted and run down? Self-care is not really an option. It is an essential part of caring for your physical and mental well-being so you can take care of your loved ones. Today, we explore just how important self-care is with busy mom of four, Michelle Reekman. Michelle is an expert health coach and personal trainer with her doctorate in physical therapy. She helps moms who have put themselves on the back burner finally get in shape, fit back into their clothes, and optimize their metabolism without dieting so they can increase their energy and feel confident in their bodies. Here is my interview with Michelle Reekman. Hi, Michelle. It's so great to have you on the podcast. I've been looking forward to getting to chat with you because self-care, especially in a busy world, is such an important topic for holistic healing. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me here today. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this because as we all know, when we start getting busier, self-care tends to fall by the wayside a little bit. And so we'll get into that in this episode. But before we do, can you share a little bit about yourself, your story and how you got into this work? Yeah, I would love to. So I am currently a mom of four and I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I do online personal training and health coaching. But probably what has led me more onto this journey of self-care and sort of figuring out how to make things work as a busy mom started about 10 years ago. So there was this yoga certification that military spouses could do. And my husband was active duty military. And then we had also been putting off having our second child, you know, waiting for that perfect time. And then all within 48 hours, I got pregnant. They changed my husband's deployment from six months to one year. And then my brother-in-law also committed suicide. So I was a mess. Things were really, really hard for a time there. And what I did was I talked to a friend and I also had to start taking a lot of time for self-care, not just a little because things were hard. And then 
also that yoga certification I got really helped me to use yoga as I was going through this hard time. So taking time for deep breathing and self-care and also a time to grow spiritually. So really using that experience, I was able to step forward in it. And we had about a few months before my husband left for his deployment. And we were able to enjoy that time. And then while he was gone for a year, I continued to do yoga and to grow spiritually and take time for self-care and deep breathing. And when I look back at that year that he was gone, I don't look back at it as a really hard time. I look back at, I got to spend time with my family of origin that I don't normally get to spend time with. And I'm able to look at the good things from that time, just not all the hard things. So I was able to grow in a positive way during that time. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your story. That sounds like a lot of things that you went through just in that one year and leading up to that one year. And was there a particular point in that time or during that time or even while your husband was on deployment that you realized that you needed to start taking better care of yourself? Yeah, I think it was sort of a few weeks after we found out all that stuff and things started to settle down is I had to start making time for myself because I think it gets so easy as a mom or whether you're just a woman, you know, working and living your life. It gets really easy to put yourself on the back burner and not make time for it because everything else seems so important. You have all these other pressing things that need to get done. So I started just taking really small steps forward. So maybe small yoga workouts, maybe small minutes of deep breathing or getting outside or walking or making sure I was connecting with other people. So I really just used simple ways and small ways instead of having big ways that took a lot of time that I didn't have time for, just finding those little pockets of time. Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a bit. I did want to ask you, during that time, I would imagine that you felt quite a bit of stress and possibly also some anxiety around everything that was happening. And did you find that self-care helped you alleviate some of the mental health distress that you may have been going through? Do you find that self-care is an important part of helping with that? Yeah, I mean, anxiety was super high, especially in those few weeks right after. And I also started it as a time to read some books and sort of grow as a person. So that was probably part of that self-care and like just allowing time for that healing, allowing time to sort of be in some of those negative emotions because it was hard, but not necessarily getting stuck there long term, but making time for self-care. I mean, it's so crucial when I feel stressed or when I'm having anxiety and just finding those little pockets of time can really make the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you touched a little bit on that you use yoga to incorporate into your self-care. Are there any other things that you do throughout the day on how you incorporate self-care into your day? Yeah, so I like to tell people, because I do this for myself also, but for clients is to have a list of quick self-care things and then longer self-care items. So for me, like a quick one would be just doing some deep breathing or maybe a quick meditation or even just getting up and stretching 
you know, longer ones might be going for a hike that might take 45 minutes or an hour or a walk or maybe taking a bath. So having these different things that are shorter and longer amounts of time that I can fit into my day. And I also have a habit tracker that I keep up in my bathroom and on there is one of those things I like to check off is a daily self-care thing. So having that reminder to take a little bit longer time to do something that refreshes and refuels you. And I think it's always important to keep in mind that what makes someone feel better or refuels them is going to be different for everybody. So for me, that tends to be something that has movement or writing or journaling or being out in nature. So that may be the same for you, but it also may be something different. So taking that time to figure out what actually refuels you and makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. That's also a really good point because sometimes people may not have the energy to do something physical, but for other people, it might be exactly what they need to start feeling better and getting their energy back. So that's a great point. And I'm sure some of the listeners might be wondering, and I'm wondering too, so as a mom of four, how do you find the time during the day to put self-care into your day? Yeah, it's still always a struggle because it's something you have to be very intentional about. And almost anything with your health, if you aren't intentional in making the time, like that time's just not there. You know, no one's going to tell you to take time out to go for a walk or take care of yourself or to eat better or to exercise. So being very intentional and taking where you are right now and what you need in your life and sort of figuring out one or two things that you need to work on consistently to get you there. So trying to make those new habits and that way to live. And I have also put an alarm on my phone for a certain time every day for me to go for a walk and listen to a podcast. It's something that recharges me, but I needed that alarm going off of my phone. Like it just wasn't happening. So if it's not working out or it's not happening, trying some different ways to make that happen. So if at first you don't succeed, keep trying again. Yeah, that's a good point. I do hear that very often that people just don't have time for self-care. And I love how you are highlighting how important it is to find that time. And even if it's just short little pockets to make sure that we have self-care in our days and in our weeks and months to sustain us when times get difficult or when we have a lot of emotional things going on. It's really, really important that we have those things that recharge us. So with that, I was also wondering what kind of differences do you notice if you forget to do the self-care or you don't have time or you don't do the self-care? Do you notice any differences in how you feel or how you act throughout the day? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it just depends what's going on in life. So if it's a season where there's a lot more going on, it's really easy to notice it. And it's also in those seasons where you have a lot more stressors that you need even more time. So I think sort of tuning into yourself and noticing how you're feeling, what's going on in life. Do I need to actually make more time for self-care? Can I get away with a little less? But yes, I can notice it in me. You know, my stress levels go up. It's easier to snap at kids or people around me or just sort of feel cranky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm curious for people who might have one or several children, does self-care for you mean that that is me time and that's exclusively your time? Or 
Do you sometimes involve your children in your self-care as well? Yeah, that's a great question. So I am a very strong introvert. So for me, most of my self-care time needs to be by myself and be alone. I sort of need quiet. I need to escape a little bit. But there's also things even as a pretty strong introvert that I can do around my kids. I think as a parent, it gets really easy to be serious and it's cooking, cleaning, or getting kids to do schoolwork, but also making time for fun with them. So I like to go out for a walk so I can invite my kids to go with me, or maybe they want to play tag or have a Nerf gun fight. And it's a little bit different, but I usually still feel better after that. And especially having fun with kids is just a nice way to sort of feel good in that relationship and feel good in yourself. So it probably depends a little bit on personality, but I think for most moms, you probably do need a little time away by yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So you get a little bit of that me time to recharge yourself. Mm -hmm. I could imagine that um, having self-care time with your kids can be very fulfilling, but probably also a little bit stressful at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. And do you currently work with clients on self-care or how to incorporate self-care into their lives? Do you have anything that you could share about that, how you work with people or what people could expect if they worked with you? Yeah, so I work with each client individually, so it depends on their needs. So with my personal training, I do online. So I work with clients to create habits. And typically with clients, we're only picking two to three habits to work on at a time. So whether that is with nutrition or self-care or sleep or drinking more water, it depends on that person. And we just start with two or three because that is what people are most likely to stay consistent with. So figuring out something that they feel confident that they can do 90% of the time is where we're going to start. And then we'll build on from those habits from there. So some people need to work on sleep. And this is a big one I hear from some clients is they notice a big difference when they are intentional about going to bed earlier and getting enough sleep. Some clients, I also offer quick meditations that are about two minutes. So some clients find those really helpful. And also just working with some clients about finding this time and making this list of quick self-care and longer self-care and really helping them to find what refuels them. Because When we're refueled and we have taken care of ourselves, we're also more likely to take care of our health in the sense of our nutrition and our exercise. So that can be a really good foundation to start at. Yeah, that's great. So on the point of the self-care, do you find it difficult to stick through that having four children? Like, Do you find it difficult to eat properly and to kind of follow all of those habits and incorporate that into your day? Or do you have little tricks on how you keep that going? Yeah, I wouldn't say there's any magic trick, but I really focus on sustainable health. So I focus on things that I can keep doing that eventually become habits. So I don't really do any diets per se or, you know, fasting or keto. I focus on just making my nutrition sustainable. So trying to get more vegetables. And there are seasons where I'm eating more vegetables and probably eating a little healthier than others. But overall, most of the time I'm eating whole foods and eating healthy because it's just become a habit. A lot of people struggle with breaking that sugar addiction or stress eating. And sort of when people can work through that, then they're able to work on their health more and 
getting protein and vegetables all becomes a little bit easier. So even as a mom of four, I try to keep it simple. So when I work out, I'm typically only working out for 15 or 30 minutes plus going on walks. So typically when I walk, it's not necessarily exercise. It's just a time to get movement in, get outside. And that's more of my mental health break. And then my nutrition, I'm just keeping it really simple. So trying to eat whole foods. I do a lot of crock pot meals, freezer meals, just really simple meals. So we're not taking a lot of time to make a meal or, you know, prepping it all at one time, but that we're still eating a lot of whole foods. Mm -hmm. So definitely what you're saying is that the self-care can be fitted into a family of six, which you guys are, and it can be fitted into a very busy day, even with four children. So there's really no excuse not to take care of yourself. Yeah. And especially if someone hasn't been exercising or doing something, you want to start slow. So whether it's with self-care, exercise, or nutrition, starting with five or 10 minutes and letting your body adjust, just starting to like develop the habit and get used to this is going to be my routine and then bumping it up a little bit. But there's nothing wrong with starting with just five minutes, whether that's self-care exercise or some type of nutrition thing that you're doing is starting small is most likely going to be more sustainable than trying something extreme or hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that makes sense. And you're much more likely to stick through that as well. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I hear very often with moms is that they feel a bit of a sense of guilt when they take time for themselves because they sometimes feel like that time should be spent with their children or it should be spent taking care of their children. So when you take that me time and you take that time out to really do your self-care, how do you work with clients on that if they're feeling maybe a little bit guilty of taking that time away from the family? Yeah, I mean, mom guilt is huge. And I think a lot of times, if you can take the time to reflect and sort of try out some of the self-care and notice how you're feeling, a lot of times you're going to show up as a better mom. And I also think people parent differently, but we also want our kids to be independent, to play on their own. We want our kids to be able to maybe get their own snack. As they get older, maybe they can do their own laundry. And also teaching kids to be independent and have these life skills is huge. And as moms, a lot of times we want to do so much for them because it feels good and we feel like the mom and like we should, but also helping to build our kids up to be independent and to have these life skills. And then just being intentional about talking to them each time, spending time with them, maybe having a special date once a week or once a month. But just being intentional about that time you spend with them, but also looking at how you feel when you do have self-care, how your kids feel when they are independent with something or when they're growing or learning something they can do around the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I do feel like very often it's hard to fully show up for other people and be that our family or our friends or even our work if we're not really filled in ourselves. And so it's really important to take that time to make sure that our cups are full because otherwise it becomes really, really hard to be there, you know, physically and emotionally for family and friends. So that's a really great point. 
and also another really great reason that everyone should be taking some time during the day for self-care, even if they're very busy or they have children and a family to take care of. It's still really important to take that time for yourself and make sure you care for yourself. Now, can you go over some of programs or services that you offer so that our listeners could get a feel for how they could connect with you in their healing journey? Yeah, so I offer online personal training. And in this, I work with clients one-on-one and I set up customized exercise programs for them. So it's a program that they can do on their own, but it's customized for them. So they're going to have these little video clips of me showing them how to do exercises correctly, full yoga classes. If they want the meditations, we put those in there. And we also work on habits because habits are what create sustainable change. So like I said earlier, habits are going to vary for everybody what they need. And then I'm able to check in with my clients throughout the week on this app and really help to move them forward. And I think when a lot of people start to work with someone, they start to stay consistent and then they're able to see that success in their exercise, nutrition, self-care or weight loss, whatever they're looking for. And it really just provides that feedback like, oh, I'm struggling here. You know, we're going to a party and I don't know what to do. And when you have someone to talk through those struggle with and figure things out, you're able to move forward faster. Or same thing with self-care. When you're sort of stuck in your self-care or it's not refueling you or you're having trouble getting it in, when you can sort of talk with somebody, you're able to move forward a lot quicker than when you try to figure it out on your own. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's really great that you provide that support to them in your services. Because as you said, sometimes fighting the battle on your own, (laughs) it's very much harder than it has to be. So thank you so much for sharing all that. And we will be linking to all of Michelle's offerings in the show notes as well. So you can check those out for links on how to get in touch with her directly if you'd like to work with her. And this has been an incredible episode. And I really hope our listeners have enjoyed the journey into self-care and really recharging your batteries as much as I have. It has been fantastic chatting with you on the podcast, Michelle. Thank you so much for coming on today and taking this time to speak with me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And also for any of the listeners, we have a coupon code down below, Journey20, where they can save 20% off for three months of this personal training. That way, not only are they getting started, but they have it for three months so that they can start to stay consistent and see changes. Wow, thank you so much for offering that to our listeners. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And I really hope that many listeners take advantage of that because I think that would be a really great support on their healing journey. So yeah, thank you again for putting that out there for us. And thanks for coming on today and take care, Michelle. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media, and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Journey blog.